Child support agency, you never really love me, you never really love my kid. All you really care about is the money. I told you once and I tell you again. I love my kid, but don't make him a brand. Don't extort me and call me a friend. I paid last month and I do it again. You gotta walk in my shoes. I gotta tell you the truth. You never cared about us. You just wanna get the money and live us a mess. <laughs> and I got, see, this is so funny that you guys say this. I pay every month. I paid that on June 25th. I'm pretty sure that's June 25th. It says that I made that payment. Right. I, it hit our system June 27th. Oh, okay. So you do see that I paid for July. Well, that was the July payment. That was supposed to be paid July 1st, but I paid it July, June 25th. I paid it six days early just so you guys don't freak out about that. Today is Tuesday, the 13th of February, 2024. That's a crazy long time. It's 7.27 p.m., and I'm your host. My name is Sean. Once a a human being has a child, then basically for the rest of their life, growth is completely over. I mean, it is possible to still, you know, pursue your dreams and stuff, but it's way harder if you have a child or if you're married or if you have a spouse. It's way harder. To become a parent is already very hard. But if you throw the family court and child support agency into the mix, it makes it really hard, almost impossible. I that blurb the other night on the 11th when I, when it came to me when I thought of it and what I was actually saying was it makes it really hard to because the reason why it makes it so hard to pursue your dreams as a parent because you have to focus all your attention on the well-being of that child it's whether it's a boy or a girl or whether you have a whole bunch of kids or whether you just have one or whatever the case may be you have to transfer all of your focus to your children that is why it's very hard for an adult a parent to pursue their dreams it's very hard once the family court is in the mix now a lot of people like the family court will come into the mix if you you a you live in America b if you get married and c if you have a child if you have a child or children you don't even need to be married and you automatically get put into the family court system i don't agree with it at all but that's exactly what happens and they do not tell anybody about this well at least when i was in school i didn't know about that i haven't talked to anybody that's under the age of 18 or that is still in school about this so i don't exactly know but i can tell you that if you find yourself in the family court for any reason the deck is stacked against you and in order to it's going to turn out really bad in order for it to turn out not as bad you have to pay a lot of money and that money is going to go to your lawyer and probably will end up with the judge somehow and maybe just maybe things won't turn out as bad as they would have if you didn't pay that kind of money to somebody 
Now, having to pay the child support system isn't so bad. I guess if you have a lot of money to pay the child support system, it's not bad at all. But the problem is, me, myself, I don't have a lot of money, A. And B, my child lives in the foreign country of Greece, and he never contacts his father. Never. So that is why I don't want to have to deal with the child support system. But do you think they care about that? They do not. It is their job to not care. It is their job to seem like they don't care and to tell you the facts, whether or not you like them or not, whether you cry or show emotion or whatever. It does not matter. They do not care. The thing is that you were... A, a judge told you that you need to pay a certain amount of money. There's a judgment that says you need to pay a certain amount of money per child, and you have to do that, period. Whether or not you have it does not matter. Whether or not you get, you have the ability to pay it does not matter. There is no due process at all. It's you have a judgment to pay child support. Either you pay it or you don't. That's it. They do not care about the reason they don't care that gas prices are through the roof. They don't care about inflation. They don't care about high price at the grocery store, even though they got to pay all that stuff too. They have their own set of problems and they do not care about yours. And that is the reason why they seem like they're heartless, but they're not. They get paid to do exactly that. No one really understands what I'm saying. I, I, I suppose that if you're on the outside looking in, it seems like, you know, like I'm against having children or I'm against the family courses. I am here to say that it's really bad. What I am actually is pro-parent. I'm in favor of parents being able to raise their children like they used to be before the Bradley Amendment 1985, before this child support system. This is absolutely crazy. The family court has been doing things to parents and to couples for many, many decades, even before the Bradley Amendment. And I have been married and divorced twice, so I've been through the family court system. I was fortunate both times. I was I had a lawyer that she told me to um she was gonna write a judgment up and whenever I just take it around with me in my car in my glove box and the next time I see my ex wife have her sign it and I did see her again and so when I saw her again she was in the need of money. And at that time I had some money. So I wrote her a check. I was like, I'll give you this check in exchange for your signature on this piece of paper. And it worked. She signed it. So the next time I was stupid enough to get married again, the next time I got married, I had a prenuptial agreement. And when it was time to get a divorce that time, I was, I just had the person, the other, my ex-wife or whatever. I just had her sign it and it was over. We went in the family court and it was over with. That's the way that it should be. You're not planning to get a divorce, but you are like 
I would say that every couple needs to sign one of those, especially if you have nothing, because it is what drives you to be successful. Having nothing drives you to be successful. Now, let's say that for some reason you can't pay your child support. Like, let's just say that you don't have the money one month. Because inflation is going through the roof and you didn't plan for inflation, you don't have any savings, and blah, blah, blah. Now, what's going to happen is a sheriff is going to come out and arrest you. That's just the way that it happens. And everybody is going to make money except for you. It's going to be a very bad day for you. And sometimes you'll solve that problem, you'll fix it, and then you'll get arrested anyway. You get pulled over for your driver's license being suspended, and you have no recollection of that. You don't know anything about that. And all that happened was there was one person that forgot to do their job. So you end up going to jail. So you now you have, and they give out felonies for that. If you don't pay your child support, you get a felony. Now, after you get a felony, you try to get that resolved. You're going through the court process. In the middle of all that, you can't get a decent job anymore because of the felony on your record. Do you think the child support system cares about that at all? They do not. They don't care about you at all. Whatever happens because you don't pay your child support, too bad for you. I just listened to this again, and it wasn't a judgment that she wrote, that my lawyer wrote for me. It was actual, like a divorce decree that she wrote, and then the judge signs it, and that's what turns it into a judgment when the judge signs it. So it wasn't a judgment until he signed it. She just whipped up some divorce document for me and I carried it around in my car. And then when she, when she signed it, then the, uh, she attached the canceled check. Once I wrote her a check, she cashed it immediately, of course. And then I got it back and then we stapled that to the judgment. So it was like a, you know, it, it was for sure that it was a divorce had happened. And at first she was telling me, because at the time I was young, I was like 22 or 23. So I had a house that I was living in. I had a rental house and I had a car and she had a car. She, I was like, you can just have that car. I don't even care. I'll keep paying on whatever. And she was like, I know you were 300,000 and I want my half. That's what she told me when we first got separated. That's crazy. I'm like, where do you get that kind of number from? 300,000 is a lot of money. But anyway, so she was talking about taking half from me and she could have got it too because there was no prenuptial agreement and we weren't married five years. She wasn't in the alimony range, but she was able to take me for half of my belongings. But I had a decent lawyer at the time, which is crazy. Well, actually, I knew her for a very long time. I knew her before she was an attorney. So she wrote that up for me and gave it to me and saved me a lot of money that way. So later on, when I used her again to go for child support, and I was like looking around for this judgment. I couldn't find it. I was looking everywhere for it. So I had to like get the judgment 
faxed me or emailed me or something from the state of Florida. And it said on that judgment that in court, see, like that day that the judgment came down, I didn't go to court because I called my lawyer's office. She told me that there was no hearing that day. So I just went to work. Well, she called me when I was at work and she said, you're going to be livid. There's a $10,000 back child support order and $798.22 every month. And I didn't know how treacherous child support was at the time. So what I did, I was just like, she needs it. So I just let them have it. And then when I got the money from a settlement one time, I paid it off. And then I was paying $798.22 a month out of my check. They were taking half out of my check. I got paid every two weeks. So they took half and then they took another half. So it was $798.22 a month for one child. And at the time, I was making $40,000 a year. So that was... There was, I don't even know how that happened. Well, actually I do. What I presume happened was that one, this is what lawyers do. One lawyer, she had a good lawyer because she just sold her house and she got a windfall. Her dad paid it off before he died anyway. So she had a lot of money. She had like $250,000. But anyway, I think that her lawyer contacted my lawyer and they made a deal and he was like you know i'll give you you know some monetary some amount of money or you know i'll give you the next one or something like that and she all she did was just told me that there was no hearing that day so i just went to work so they got a judgment against me my lawyer and said my lawyer appeared by phone so i'm like if my lawyer appeared by phone why didn't you get a continuance and call me? Why do I not have to be there to get a treacherous child support judgment like that against me? And they don't. The parent that is paying child support or that the judgment is going against, they do not have to be there. Now, since the Bradley Amendment got put in place, all they need to know is that you're the parent. Now, see what happened was I cleaned. I said, that's my son. That's my child. And from that point, when you sign a piece of paper saying that that's your child, you have 90 days to say that, no, that's not my child. I don't know what I was thinking. Because a lot of parents, you know, they go through the fire for like 18 years and they find out after the child is 18 that it's not even their child. And they had to deal with the child support system and they paid child support for that whole time. And it wasn't even their child. A DNA test should be mandatory when the child is born, whoever is there, there needs to, that needs to happen immediately. So if, you know, like the father isn't there, then they just need to write that. The father not present. No big deal. But the mother needs to have a DNA test. It needs to be subpoenable and it needs to be on the record because many, many times, People have paid and gone through child support for their whole life for a child that's not even theirs. Child support agency, you never really love me. You never really love my kid. All you really care about is your money. I told you once and I tell you again. I love my kid, but don't make him a brand. 
Don't extort me and call me a friend I paid last month and I do it again You gotta walk in my shoes I gotta tell you the truth You never cared about us You just wanna get the money and live us a mess Are you a St. Petersburg police officer? Sure. That's cool yeah. Good job you ever arrested anybody that had a child support warrant before? Yeah. Really? What do you mean you're not a big fan of them? Because that's, that was like specifically written into the Constitution to no debtor's prison. Right. So you shouldn't be sending someone to jail over money. 